0: Hey, I'm Jenny. And I'm Lindsay, and you're listening to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast.
1: This is the place for you if you want to learn all the things about hosting a virtual summit.
0: We've hosted and produced countless summits, and we can't wait to share with you all of our biggest secrets. So sit back, grab your favorite drink, and get ready to put on
1: a killer summit experience.
0: Welcome to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be chatting all about how to get your speakers to contribute a bonus to your all-access pass. So before we dive in to the ways to get them to contribute a bonus, let's chat about why we asked them to contribute in the first place. So the first reason is it helps create a really irresistible offer. So we have talked about value stacking in past episodes and... Asking for these digital product contributions is a way to add more value to your your offering and to add more stuff that you personally, as the host, don't have to create or do anything extra. And most of these speakers probably already have something created that costs them nothing to toss in to, to this, um, bundle. I know Jenny and I always include something when we speak at a summit, just because we already have it done might as well. Um, the other reason is it makes the summit VIP all access pass or like the summit in general, just easier for the speaker to promote because if they have a product in it, it's basically like, you know, you've wanted to get this product from me. Well, you can go and purchase this VIP all access pass and not only get my product, but all of these other products and all of these other bonuses and all of these other recordings. So it's, it's, it's a selling point for, for them. And then I would say, um, the last benefit that I'm going to talk about is really, it provides the speakers another way to grow their list. So if they provide a course, or even if it's like a, a PDF, but they're making the person like actually sign up to get it, then you're cap. then the speakers are capturing those emails. So they get a way to connect more one on one with the people who are truly interested in what they have to say and in their products. Because not everybody signs up for a freebie. But I think When people upgrade, they're more likely to actually cash in on those um, digital product bundles. Because I know when I go to Summits, I rarely actually sign up for any of the freebies. However, if I do upgrade, I almost always at least sign up for all of it in case I want to get it, you know, in case I want to go through and learn later. Um, But then I'm going to talk, I'm going to let Jenny talk about. I think another major benefit that we always like to share with our speakers.
1: Yeah, and before I dive into that, I did want to mention one quick thing. Um, You don't, when you are contributing to an all access pass, you don't have to give your most like high ticket item ever or your signature course. Cause obviously like Mm. you don't need to give away like 500 plus dollar products. Like that's a little much. Um, But here we're talking about things like smaller courses, mini courses. You know, things under 300 is typically what we get. We usually get things mm-hmm. more in the 37 to 97 range. Sometimes we get like 197 to 297, but I don't think we've ever seen anything higher than that and that's totally fine because we don't expect people to give away the their, you know, signature program for free. Right. So yeah. I just wanted to add that in. Um, so like if you are participating in a summit or if you are hosting a summit, don't expect people to give you their most like coveted program. Cause that is mm-hmm. not going to happen most likely. Um, but yeah, anytime anyone contributes to our all experts, we are excited. Like we don't care if it's a 27 or $37 product. We're like, thank you. We appreciate it because it just yeah. adds value because Lindsay and I also contribute to our mm-hmm. All access pass as well, so that just continues to add value and increase the price. No matter if they contribute a small product, or you know they were super generous and gave us like a two ninety seven dollar product, which we have had as well. So mm-hmm. just wanted to preface that first. Um, But the major benefit that we have always done with our speakers is increasing their commission. So we typically do 40% commission for people who are speakers in the summit in general. And then if they contribute to the all access pass, then we increase it to 50. So that's kind of a big jump, right? You know, like 50% if someone's buying a $97 product or higher, you know, depending on when they opt in for it. Um, that's a pretty decent size commission. If they mo- make multiple sales, and that's a, you know, an okay payday for just promoting something that you already agreed to promote anyway. Um, so we really do enjoy that increased commission, and we feel like our audience and speakers do too. Um, there are some other ways you can do it. We've seen people do, you know, tiered in terms of like, everyone gets forty. If you sell fifteen, you get increased to fifty. We don't love that. Because we think since they're contributing, they should get a higher commission regardless. And you know, not everyone is going to be able to sell fifteen, which I totally understand. That's probably the point; it's to increase their motivation and whatnot. But that's just kind of what we do. But you can kind of do whatever you want here.
0: Yeah, I think that is a good point. And thank you for bringing up what we expect our speakers who are contributing to gives because it it kind of breaks down. Um, any expectations of those high ticket items. And yeah, as Jenny said, we are so excited whenever a speaker contributes, no matter what it is, um, like the price point of it, because it just adds so much value to our product offering. So now that we've discussed why we ask our speakers to contribute, let's go into some of the ways on how we actually get them to include a product. So really you just need to ask. And here are the places that we ask them. So the first place is in our initial pitch. So whether we are personally reaching out to a speaker, we do include a little segment on what we expect from them, different opportunities. And we include, you know, the, the commission from being like a benefit of being a speaker is the commission And, um, you know, they would get an increase if they provide a digital product. Um, And then another place we ask kind of in that area is on our application. So, you know, we do, um, we've already discussed that we do manual outreach, personal outreach, and then we also have an application. So we mention it on the application. I think we mentioned it in the top in the description. For sure in like the questionnaire asking would you be interested in contributing a product to our vip Access pass this would give you increased commission you know yada yada um all that stuff um so so they're aware from the beginning and then the next place we do um a mention slash ask would be on our speaker information page so we have a general speaker information page For people that uh, that we send to people we're doing outreach um and that we we send for people to apply so they can read the benefits of being a speaker and we mentioned the opportunity to provide a product on there and then once somebody is a speaker we mention it again on the speaker onboarding page with a date to you know if you want to provide a product you know let us know here You reminder you'll get a um Increase commission. Here are some of the benefits. Um, so, it never comes out of the blue, and it's not a last-minute ask. And then Jenny's going to go over at least two more places that we um, address it with with the speakers. Yeah. So
1: another time that we ask people for this is we do a speaker intake form where they can submit their headshot, their bio, their topic, their talking points, et cetera, et cetera. We also include a field here, um, that asks, you know, if they want to contribute, if yes, then they leave their product, leave the link, the discount code or whatever that may be. Um, and they can do that there. Um, sometimes people don't, don't know if they want to do that yet. And then they'll ask us questions over email and then, you know, submit that to us later as well. and then. No, a third or final place that we asked them is on the actual intro interview. So like if they hadn't filled out the form, sometimes we have people who are coming in last minute and they didn't get the chance to fill out the form yet, or even, even people who filled out the form and didn't like select this part. Um, we still say, hey, we just wanted to double check and see if you wanted to contribute a product. And sometimes that will spark them to do it because they'll be able to ask us more questions live like, hey, what does that entail? I was just curious about XYZ that they maybe didn't want to ask via email. So we've gotten some people that way too. Um, and we're not trying to put anyone on the spot here, but <laughs> sometimes it isn't working in our favor because we're like, hey, um, did you want to contribute a product? And they're like, hmm, maybe. Like, What do you guys want from me? And then from there, we can brainstorm with them and help them decide which product would be the best that they have to offer. So that is the final two ways to get people to contribute.
0: Yeah. Um, And actually I want to jump in really fast because you said you don't want to put people on the spot. And really when we ask, we don't put them on the spot. It's just like a, Hey, you know, we're just wrapping up. Um, we just wanted to check if you wanted to include a product in our product power pack, it's currently valued at this, it adds a lot of value and whatnot. And what we've actually heard from speakers is they totally forgot or they meant to reach out. So this is why we ask it on the intro interview. Like some people will say, um, I'll send it in later. And then that's like, obviously a cue for us to follow up on that intro interview, but others literally wanted to, or were considering it. And if we would not have asked again, it would have slipped their mind. So I just wanted to add that in because um, I'm sure you can tell with me and Jenny, we're not about pressure Mm -mm. and we don't want to like put somebody on the spot and make them feel like they have to contribute because that's not what we're all about. We just do it very natural and low pressure and we've had like I said, people who wanted to, but totally forgot and didn't fill it out because they weren't sure at the time. And then it was like, Oh yeah, I do want to contribute. I, this happened last time, several times. And we were so excited because then I had to go update all of the pages (laughs) and stuff and the values, And it was, it was super exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're always excited to get people. And we always say like, no worries. If not, we just wanted to ask one final time, just in case you were thinking about it and had any questions. Um, Lindsay and I are both like introverted and like, we won't, don't like to be put on the spot like that. So we try to make it as seamless as possible for the people on the call as well. So yeah. Um, that is pretty much it for this episode on getting your speakers to contribute. Oh, you know what popped in my head? Um, I actually recently on my summit, I put like a little section on my page that said, you know, why what's the benefit of me contributing to the summit. Um, and that was helpful too. I think because people are looking through that page already. I know we said we mentioned it there, but we don't really like, we didn't really have a section that kind of highlighted it and why it was beneficial for them. So another good thing is to highlight the benefits to them too. Um, so, cause we didn't actually mention like telling, cause we said the benefits here, but we didn't actually mention telling the um, contributor the benefits, which I think is important. And I had a breakdown, like you can grow your list. You can, you know, get visible with more people, you know, get more students in your courses, et cetera. Um, so I think that's important too. But yeah, that is pretty much it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes at summit success slash episode 11. And if you are considering hosting virtual summit yourself, we actually have a free quiz for you to take about hosting a virtual summit to figure out if it is a good fit for you or if it's not pretty straightforward. Um, but if you want to go take that quiz, you can go to summit success slash quiz. And lastly, if you've been enjoying the podcast, we'd be super grateful if you could go rate review and subscribe to the podcast on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google play. Um, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for spending time
0: with us today on the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. If this episode was helpful, be sure to share it on social media and tag us at Summit Success Squad or personally share with someone you know could benefit from the episode. New episodes will be released every Wednesday. See you next time.